Are you part of a profitable company? Are you running a profitable team even? Maybe you're following up on the team's actions. And could it be that you're controlling their expenses? Possibly you're also filing a quarterly profit report. Have you asked yourself whether delivering on profits is the sole purpose that you have? But seriously, you might be thinking, you're not a non-profit organization, come on. But perhaps it's worthwhile to think about that again. Because people who find meaning and purpose at work, they have a two times higher job satisfaction. And when they have a higher job satisfaction, they stay three times longer on the job. Which means you would be hiring this. And not only that, motivated teams have actually a 21% higher profitability. Are you reporting on profits? Maybe you're thinking, yes, but okay, but our customers are very price sensitive, so we can't really focus on purpose so much. But is that really the case? Because in your market, differentiation is the key to success, isn't it? And in a study, it was shown that 91% of the consumers would rather change their supplier if they knew that the supplier had a noble purpose. Which means that purpose is driving loyal and satisfied customers. Now it could be that you say that, okay, but we are not in consumer business, we are in industry. Okay, fine. But shareholders, would they really reject if you were working more on your purpose? Because stock prices drive your future, don't they? And another survey, it was shown that over a 10-year period, those companies that had a purposeful and value-driven business, they outperform others by a factor of 12. This could be a good moment in time to think about, again, how can you create purpose for your team. Welcome to this Power Hour with me, Coach Colin, your skipper on your journey in mastering your leadership. This Power Hour is made specifically for you so that you can discover something and maybe you will discover something that you already are doing and you will have the courage and the conviction to master it in the future. It could also be that in this power hour you discover something totally new and you start practicing and using it. Or in this power hour you have an insight and you have a breakthrough and you start doing something totally differently in the future. Wherever you are on your journey in mastering your leadership, this power hour is for you. But before we get started, just one word of advice. Please stay safe. Your organization has chosen you to be one of the leaders to lead your team to success. That is why, if you're listening to this podcast while driving a car, perhaps in a plane, or even doing chores around the house like cutting the lawn, then just make sure that you are safe. 
because your team relies on you. So let's get started with this Power Hour. On August 19, 2019, the Business Roundtable in the US, one of the big associations collecting 180 business leaders from Apple to Walmart, published a letter titled The Statement on the Purpose of a Corporation. And in that, it was stated that each of our stakeholders is essential. We commit to deliver value to all of them for the future success of our companies, our communities, and our country. If you think about that, you might think, oh, well, that's nothing new. Of course, I mean, creating the shareholder value is going to be great for companies, communities, and the country. But this is actually in contrast to the previously promoted shareholder capitalism that we have been seeing. Shareholder capitalism that was introduced by Milton Friedman in back in the 70s had all the background for why CEOs were maximizing the profits of their business. But this statement is different. It is not only different because nearly 30% of the total US market capitalization agreed to this. It is also different in the following description of the background of purpose. So while it was said that each of our stakeholders is essential, we commit to deliver value for all of them, for the future success of our companies, our communities, and our country. And in this statement, it was noted further that corporations are countable for five constituencies, of which stakeholders are only one of them. The others are the customers, the employees, the suppliers, and the communities. This approach is even supported by the CEO Larry Flink from BlackRock. And you might remember BlackRock as being one of the really big investment funds in the US. And he wrote, purpose is not the sole pursuit of profits, but purpose is the animating force for achieving them. Let that one pass through your head very slowly. The CEO from one of the biggest investment funds in the US says, purpose is animating profits. That is why in this Power Hour, we'll be looking at two things so that you can generate purpose in your team. First of all, we're going to have a look at a model so that you can see where internal purpose in yourself and in your people comes from. And secondly, I'm going to step you through a method so that you can have a meeting with your team and create more purpose. Or even define the purpose of your team for the first time ever. What gets you out of bed in the morning? First of all, of course, it's purpose, right? And purpose is the motivation to do something. It's the intention. And if you have a look at these two words, motivation and intention, it's quite interesting because movere is a movement and then you've got the ion and the end. And if you look at the physics, then an ion is energy. So it's movement with an energy, motivation. The other word that gets you out of bed in the morning is the intention. 
is the intent with an ion in the end. And the intent is an aim, like a target with energy at the end. Now, you can have positive or negative energy in the ion. So you can have a movement away or towards something. And just like with the intention, the intent can be to reach something or to get away from something. And these two energies, yeah, the motivation and the intention, they are combined in the purpose and they get you out of bed in the morning. They make you jump up and say, I am going to do something today. And it doesn't really matter whether it's Saturday or Monday. If it is there, it is there. So how can you create that if you would like a little more purpose? That's why it's good to have a model so that we can understand and have a feeling for ourselves where our own motivation, our own intention comes from. Because naturally, there is a lot of external expectation onto us. Things that people put on our desk, priorities that they set for us, deadlines, goals, targets, and these types of things that drive us to do something. But what is really sort of your internal priority, your internal purpose? Some of these things that come from the outside, they connect and they make you jump out of bed. And others, they do quite the opposite, don't they? In total, there are six needs that we have. And we prioritize these needs differently, depending on which phase in life we are or what situation we are in. But in principle, two of these needs are driving our main program. And if we have a look at these six needs, you will recognize these. You will actually recognize these needs in your partner, in your colleagues very easily. And you will all of a sudden, you will find a way so that you can see the purpose behind your colleagues and your friends' actions. Now, this is not meant to judge them because it could easily be, of course, that you have a different purpose. However, everybody has their own priority in these things based on their idea what will make them happy in the future or in the moment. So let's have a look at the needs that everybody has. And you can find out gradually which need is most important and second most important for you. The first need that people have is the feeling of safety, the feeling of certainty, meaning that they know where they can go and have lunch. They know that when they come home in the evening that the house is still there and everything and the family is safe. It is the feeling that they know where the salary is going to come at the end of the month. It is the feeling of being safe physically, psychologically. There's nobody threatening you. There's nobody challenging you. This means that life is quite predictable in a certain way, which means tomorrow is going to be like yesterday and today is pretty much going to be the same. That is what certainty and predictability is about. And we all like our share of that. That is why we would like to work hard so that we can meet our plans. We would like to feel sure that we can meet our forecast and we follow up and control a lot of things just to make sure that there are no mistakes done. However, when life becomes too much of a routine, too much of the same, it appears to be boring. 
in a certain moment. And there might be certain areas in life where you say, yes, right now it is quite boring and I would like a little more excitement. I would like a little more adventure. And perhaps you're hoping somebody is going to surprise you with something, but actually you're already anticipating the surprises that you would accept and appreciate, which means you would want to control those too. But seriously speaking, there are people who like adventure. They will book a flight into a place far, far, far away, and they will reach that destination and they have not even booked the hotel. While others, they will order a package tour and they know exactly how the, even the transfer is going to go from the hotel, uh, from the airport to the hotel. That is the difference between having the desire to feel certain and safe around the things that are happening, or having the desire to have surprises, to have excitement to have adventure and you can imagine at work you cannot really afford to have a project manager who likes to have adventure who likes to have surprises of course you would expect them to be in control of the situation but perhaps a salesperson they might like the surprises and the challenges and the adventure, being with the customer, discovering new things and opening up new opportunities, because this is less of a routine. And there already is the problem, because you might be expecting that they follow up much more on the routine, so that they appear to be much more in control of the situation. Between the desire to have certainty in your life and appreciating variety and excitement, there is no right or wrong. It is just the way we feel things have meaning for us. One can have a positive meaning, while as for another person, the same thing can have a less positive meaning. It is like two opposite sides of the same coin, certainty and variety. The third and the fourth need that people may have are of the same type, which means they're also two opposite sides of the same coin. And depending on where your tendency is, you will be more on one side or more on the other side. And the two sides of the coin are feeling significant and being special, or being connected and part of a team. And the reason why these two are opposing sides of the same coin is that if you desire to feel special, uh, if you would like to win, if you would like to be on the podium, if you would like to be perhaps a little better than others and become a manager and have more power over an organization so that you can decide and lead, maybe you're actually looking for more significance in life. It could be that you appreciate symbols of significance like a, like a corner room, a larger car, the latest phone. And when you become this more special person, you become more and more remote of the team. Because the more you stand in the ramplight, the more the others stand in the dark. And on the other side, there will be people who would say, oh, I wouldn't dare to do that. I, would, I wouldn't dare to stand up and speak to people. I wouldn't want to be on stage. I wouldn't want to win. 
my world is with the others. We want to do things together. We want to help each other. I want to be part of the team where we are one, where we work together, where we go to lunch together, where we're connected, we share the same ideas, but also where we pull other people back so that they don't stick out too much because we don't like people being special. Again, there is no right or wrong in this. This is just a way how people see their purpose, whether their purpose is being part of the team or whether their purpose is being special and more significant than others. In these four of the six human needs, which were certainty or adventure and variety, which were significance or being connected as part of the team, you will already find some of your favorites and it might even be possible for you to spot others where you say, oh, he's or she is more like this or the other. And this means that the purpose that people are looking for in life, like being in control in general or having more adventure over the board or being a little significant than others or being part of the team drives their choice of actions and behaviors. And at the same time, there are also limitations, which means you cannot be in control of everything and you cannot let go of everything because there is a certain amount of routine that you have to have, which means like you have to go to work, you have to pay your taxes, you have to fill up the car. Even if you hate routine and you prefer variety and adventure so much, there's still a certain amount of control and persistency that you will have to accept. And the same goes for the difference between significance and being part of the team. Because even if you would like to be part of the team and you don't like anybody who stands out, you will still have a hierarchy in the team. And that is where then disagreements start, where some people like to stick out a little more. They would like to have their opinion a little more respected. They would like to be heard a little more than others, while others think they shouldn't stick out, they shouldn't voice their opinion too much, and they pull them back and they get criticized. Which means within every area, there's a huge amount of dynamics that is interesting to observe and understand because we're all looking to find our purpose in what we do. In these four areas of the human needs, certainty, variety, significance, and connectedness, it is all about something that we get from the outside, signals, others' behaviors, situations where we interpret, are we getting what we actually appreciate most. In the two following ones, it is quite different because actually in those two ones, we don't really care about our environment so much. We just do it for our own interest, for our own reason. And the first thing that we do here is that we appreciate growth. Just becoming better, learning to do something differently, learning to do something in a better way can be our way of showing purpose, irrespective of what other people think. We can start painting, we can start learning a language, and it can be very hard at the beginning, just starting out with something that you're not good at, 
But just the fact that you progress and you become better gives certain people enough purpose in learning that you just continue to do it. And they're waiting for that day when they can leave their job and retire and really start to learn and find their real purpose in life. Maybe you know somebody like that in your family. The other area that is also outside is that the desire to contribute, the desire to make the world a better place and not focusing too much on yourself, but just trying to leave some kind of legacy where in the end you can say, yes, I have contributed to something that is greater than me. I have improved the environment. I've helped other people to become better. So altogether, these sum up the six human needs. It is about certainty and control. It is about variety and excitement. It's about significance and winning. It's about the team and being connected. It's about, it's about growth and being better. And it's about contributing and helping. Two of these, the ones that you recognize the most, may be driving your purpose and priority in life. And whenever something changes in life, the balance of where you are today is going to be shaken up, which means that you're going to focus more on what you're missing out at that moment. And that is why it might appear that in a certain moment in time, your purpose might have changed. But actually, it is only situational. It's going to go over, which means that if something happens to your relationships, of course, you will be focused more on being connected again and try to retrieve relationships. If something happens that you feel unsafe because you've lost an order, you made a big mistake, of course, you're going to work again and struggle to create that level of certainty and predictability. If something is boring for you too much because every day is the same, you're going to break out and do something crazy just to create the balance again and so on and so on. And when you're having a discussion with a team around purpose, this is what you want to have in the back of the head to understand what are they trying to achieve? How do they prioritize what they want to do? Now you understand what drives the people's needs and you might be thinking, okay, now I understand the need for certainty and variety the need to feel significant or be connected with others or the desire to grow and contribute. But how can I really use this now with my team at work? I'm quite sure that there are some of these needs that you feel associated to where you think that this is something that is close to you and you might immediately also see other areas in people where you say, oh, they are looking for this need or for another need. So to be able to give it more structure and more detail for you to work on, I'm going to explore a little further what you can do. Let's start with you first. Immediately, you might be feeling that there are some needs that are closer to you, more important to you. And this is important to note, so you might want to jot those down. If you feel a little uncertain, there is a tip for you here right now, because at the end of this podcast, you can scroll down into the show notes and there is a link where you can do a survey giving you a more precise answer of which needs do you prioritize right now. 
And you can do that at the end of this podcast and you won't lose anything if you continue and do it later. Because there are a couple of principles that are important to know. First of all, two of these needs, they stick out to be most important for you right now. However, these two needs that are important for you right now, they might be born out of the situation that you are in, in this phase of life or in this career situation or, well, just today. Because we react with our emotions to things that are happening around us because we try to give them meaning for ourselves. Which means that if a customer calls us and complains about a delivery that is late or somebody has found a mistake in the production and the yield is dropping very low, these things mean something to us. Now, what they mean specifically to you, only you will know. Whether you feel there is a need in recovering your certainty or whether you feel that you will lose a moment of significance or you feel less disconnected because people might criticize you and you will feel like outside. We create meaning to the things that happen in our environment. And with that meaning, we define the emotions and give those emotions that we feel tags, like labels. And when we have a certain emotion, we compare this emotion to the desired situation, the need that we would like to have. And if this emotion is getting us closer to where we want to be, that is great. If it is pulling us further away from where we want to be, we try to compensate and take action to bring us back into balance. To understand better what is happening with you specifically in that moment, you can bear in mind a question that you can write down, have on a piece of paper, like on a post-it note on your desk, to remind you every time you decide to do something, ask yourself, why am I doing this right now? Because out of every action that we decide to take, we expect something to happen. We either get closer to where we want to be or we get further away from where we don't want to be. Which means we always have our decisions of actions in relationship to the dynamics of the system of its six human needs. This means that we're either trying to get closer or further away to certainty. We're either trying to get closer or further away from variety. We're either trying to get closer or further away from significance or connection. Whatever the action is, whatever the situation is, this becomes very individual. So if you keep asking yourself, why am I doing this right now? You can have a very clear result and stake in the ground about the feeling that is really driving you and the need that you have. And with this connection between the action and the feeling that you're expecting comes also the inner purpose, the understanding of why am I doing what I'm doing right now. And you can play variants of this question. You can ask why Am I doing what I'm doing right now? Trying to understand your emotional need in the background. You can ask yourself, well, why am I doing now what I'm doing? Which means that you could postpone it and 
allow something that is more long-term to come into place versus a short-term gratification. Because when we look at these desires that we're trying to achieve, we're always doing trade-offs between a short-term gratification out of our actions or a long-term fulfillment out of our actions. Let me give you an example. If you were somebody who is thinking about going to the gym, not going to the gym one evening and doing a couple of emails is a short-term gratification. But long-term, you know that your health is going to deteriorate if you go and go to the gym regularly, which means you are trading off the short-term gratitude towards a long-term benefit. And in business, we do this a lot. We're cutting costs, we are reducing manpower and reprioritizing for short-term results, short-term impact on our profit that actually deteriorates the real purpose that we have established, which is in relationship to long-term things that we're trying to achieve. So when you're looking at an action which you're doing right now and you're asking yourself, why am I doing this right now? Only you can find the connection to your desire for certainty or variety, for significance or connection with others, for growth or contribution. Now, let's have a look how you can help your employees to find their inner purpose a little better. Of course, you could explain the whole system of the six human needs with them and go through the same motions for them to decide why they're doing things and what their priorities are. However, for you as a leader, there are things that you can do right now, very quickly, in the daily interaction with your team to help them find their inner purpose. You see, what your team really needs to feel engaged and satisfied on the job is an inner sense of purpose. In a survey that Deloitte did in 2016, they found out that people feel loyal to companies that support their own career and life ambitions. In other words, what makes them feel meaningful. And although that research focused on millennials, younger people, in the decade that I have spent coaching and training executives, I have found that there is a common attitude across generations. No matter one's level, industry or career, we all need to find a personal sense of meaning in what we do. Because nothing is worse than having a day crammed with actions without really understanding who these actions are for and how they really impact the greater picture and what they really mean for me. That is why at the end of the day, how many times have you gone home tired, feeling that you have been busy all day long, but you haven't really done any meaningful work? And this goes for your team as well. You see, as a leader, you can develop this inner sense of purpose, you know, the feeling what matters right now in each individual's life and career with a simple conversation. You could call this conversation a coaching conversation, but we don't want to overcomplicate things too much. 
In fact, it is a simple exercise to connect the actions to inner meanings with five simple questions. You know, you could actually take these five questions, write them down on a piece of paper and sit down one evening and think about the answers for yourself. And you would see what type of effect it would have on you. So I'm going to share these five questions with you and I'm going to spell them out slowly. And I will also put them into the show notes so that you don't have to stop the podcast and write them down, which would be specifically a shame if you were sitting in the car driving and listening right now. So don't worry, I will save this for you together with the link so that you know where your six human needs actually are prioritized. So let me share with you right now the five questions that you can run to talk about areas together with your employees to explore and call out their inner purpose. Question number one. What are you good at doing? What are you good at doing? You see, everybody has a certain talent. Everybody does things where our brains don't really realize that we are working on them just because our brains are wired that way and we do these things effortlessly. We, we go into the zone and we continue doing this type of activity like for hours on end just because our brain is tuned to like to do these types of activities. So the question is around, well, what do you take on because you believe you're the best person to do it? What have you gotten to notice throughout your career? The idea here is to help people identify their strengths and open possibilities. Question number two, what do you enjoy? What do you enjoy? In a typical work week, what do you look forward to doing? When you have a look through your calendar with all the different appointments and activities, what energizes you? If you could, you know, design your job with no restrictions, how would you spend your time? These questions help people find or rediscover what they really love about their work. Question number three. What feels most useful? What feels most useful? Which work outcomes make you most proud? Which are your tasks that are critical to the team or the organization? What are the highest priorities for your life and how does your work fit in? This line of inquiry highlights the true value of certain work that this person is doing. Question number four. What creates a sense of forward momentum? What creates a sense of forward momentum? What are you learning that you'll use in the future? What do you envision for yourself next? How is your work today getting you closer to what you want for yourself? The goal here is to show how today's work helps them advance towards future goals. And now question number five. How do you relate to others? How do you relate to others? Which work partnerships are best for you? What would an office of your favorite people look like? 
How does your work enhance your family and social connections? These questions encourage people to think about and foster relationships to make work more meaningful. You might be thinking that this work with purpose is like a one-off activity, but it is actually not. It, you know, finding the purpose at work is never finished, not for yourself and not for your team. Because you will easily find that there is going to be a Monday morning when you can hardly get out of bed because you have lost the purpose. Maybe there's a new boss, maybe there's a strategy change, maybe life at work has been so busy that between all the actions and the deadlines, you actually lost your purpose and you have to start asking yourself the question, why am I doing this right now? And maybe you would want to help your team on occasions and check in with them individually and walk through those five questions just to see if anything has been changing and help them to remind themselves about why they come to work and what will really make them show up with passion and presence. Thank you for listening to this Power Hour. What was interesting for you in this Power Hour? Was it really valuable? In that case, just go and press like or write a comment. Or maybe you can even share this Power Hour with some of your peers and colleagues so that they can become a little better tomorrow. Because it's very rewarding for us to see people becoming better around us because this way our team can achieve different results and reach new goals. And if you have something specifically that you would like to have help with, why not send me a private message or an email and detail exactly what you would want help in. Because always remember, I am Coach Colin and I am the skipper on your journey in helping you mastering your leadership. So no matter what wins you have on your journey, just stay the course and stay safe and enjoy the ride. I'm Coach Colin and I'm the skipper right by your side. Until next time, take care 